began discussing last week, where the Baltani is discussing in Paraches the the impact that Machalos Asuris have on a person. We'll see a little bit more today about Diburim Asurim, Herhurim Asurim, Chachmas Chitzaynas. We'll see a little bit about that. But he's just discussing what happens in general, because really in Paragzayin we discussed how to be involved in the proper aspect of Tshuva, what happens when the Nefesh, you know, the Nefesh, uh, what, you know, what Chibra Kever is that we discussed in the Paragzayin, so just in Paraches, he goes a little bit more to explain, you know, it's sort of on a tangent. I think we mentioned this in, in the first and second shear that what the Baltani has, there's one Mahalach that runs from Perak Aleph all the way to Perak Nun Beis. It's one long Mahalach, and you have to really zoom out once we finish the Sefer to zoom out and then be able to see, oh, this is what's taking place. Or if you look at the Kitzah Sefer Atanya, which, you know, in the back of Derek Mitzah this Kitzah Sefer Atanya, written by the Tzemach Tzedek, where he made a Kitzah of every Perak. But there, there was a Mahalach going from the beginning all the way to the end. But, you know, along the way, you have like a lot of detours that take place. A Paraches is like a detour. It's not. It's, you don't need to know it in order to understand what he's trying to build up from Parak Aleph to Chafei, which is one big binion. But at the same time, it's a, these are things that are very, very helpful in Avodah Hashem. He describes this, what Torah is, what Tefillah is. These are all things that allow a person to have a you know, much more broad-minded and a much more deeper understanding of areas of Avodah Hashem. And that's what he does in Paraches. Where he explains to us the, the Pagam that happens in Machalos Asuris is different than most other Pagams because it creates a Roshim on the body. There's an immediate roshim that takes place as soon as the achila happens. A person eats something which is asr. So even though, even though it does tshuva, it does a real tshuva, 100% tshuva, nevertheless, that roshim, there's a lasting impression which hits the moment on impact. It hits, that creates a lasting impression, and the middle of that roshim is going to remain there even after a person has done tshuva, and the only way to get rid of it is chibra kever, which basically, huh? Right, that's what we're going to get to in a second, which is, huh? It's very, it's very, um, Unlike um, Valentine, that's what to focus on it. It's the only one of the only. It's, yeah, at least that's the only part that focuses on. But but it's it, it's necessary. We don't we don't shy away from the fact that this is part of the taken. This is the necessity. And again, this is not the way that we, it is not. Well, or Rifi Tani has a different mahalach and how to be able to over somebody's a yira, not through imagining you know being flung from one side of the world to the other. But it is important to know both for two things. First of all, it's important to know prior to getting involved in Averis, what lasting impact the Averis have, that Averis are not, you know, a momentary thing. But I just said over, I just did, a, you know, another, another thing of videos for Vayimayin. So I said that, you know, all the psychologists and all the therapists and all the doctors and all the Rabbanim and all the principals are saying the same thing. Don't look at, vi- don't look at images that Hamas is putting out because it's going to affect you emotionally and psychologically long-term. It will have a long-term effect you without a question. I just saw somebody post in the group. He said, Rabbi Berkowitz is also pushing this very stark at the beginning. He said, I didn't do it because I wanted to be my sinner, you know, and he's like, now I'm so depressed. And I realized he was 100% right. And now I'm just like stuck in a deep depression for the past two weeks. Right, so everybody's saying the same thing. So, you know, obviously, if they're telling you to on a Gashmistic level, and the Goyim and the Yidin are all saying Pe'achad, are all saying the same thing. So obviously on a Ruchmistic level, it's the same thing. It's Pashat, that obviously the images that a person looks at will have a lasting effect in his Neshama. If I look at things that are inappropriate, it's not, it's one glance. Like, no, one glance at, at, at a terrorist, you know, his actions will have an impact psychologically on a person's guf. And you know, one look in the wrong direction, again, when it's done you know, with, with intention, we're not talking about somebody's bainis, but when it's done with intention, will have a lasting effect on a person. And you know, a person looks at somebody wearing tefillin. So if Chazal say that that the umas are gonna see a yid wearing tefillin, they're gonna have yiras, for sure, when a yid looks at another yid wearing tefillin, they, this kedusha that happens. You just look at a yid wearing tefillin, this kedusha. You're able to see shem hashem nikra You look at tefillin, you look at a tehillin, you open up a sefer, huh? 
You look at a tzaddik, you look at a pashat, just looking, looking around the things that a kedusha will have a lasting impact on a person. So it's important to know both prior to being involved in actions, what the effect that the actions are so that we stay away from them. And also, it's also important to understand that the concept of Gehenim, and that's really what he gets the point of Perechas, is that the concept of Gehenim is not a punishment. It's not that, you know, you were so bad that one should beat us, Khalilah. It's a cleansing process, right? The words, like we mentioned last word, Chibra Kever means the same way you take a rug and you have to beat the rug in order to get the dust out. I see this in Mesha arms sometimes. We don't do it so often. We, well, maybe our cleaning ladies, I don't know. I haven't seen my cleaning lady do it, but you don't see it so often that people beating the rugs, but in Yishalayim, you used to see it all the time. People against the Marpesa, you know, against the, against the ports and smashing the rugs and it's big, massive rugs. And that's how you get the dirt out. So it's the same thing has to happen. There's a Rishima that comes onto the guf from Machal Sasuris. It's an impact, the Rishima on impact. The only way to get that out is Chibra so it's a cleansing. Ganem and we'll see. Ganem shashela, ganem shalish, kafakela. All these things are cleansing processes in order to be able to allow us to, to get to the place of the ultimate tikkun, which is ganayim. So it, it's there for a reason, and it's there not as a punishment. Right? Jail is a punishment. Jail means that we have to lock you up because we don't know what to do with you, and you're a menace to society. So we're going to lock you up and punish you. There's no concept of punishing people just for the sake of punishing them. It's it's cleansing. It's right. It's rehabilitation, which is what they try to do in prison, but they don't. They don't really know how to do that, right? They try to do prison reform and try to. It doesn't work because that's not the way the prisoners feel, and it's not what they try to do, and that's not really their goal. But by Gehenim, Gehenim, the Gehenim is one goal. Gehenim is just a cleansing process. It's a way to fix and and. It's also important to know that every Avera has its own cleansing process, not just one big washing machine. Every thing that a person does will have a different impact on his neshama. The same way we mentioned in mitzvahs, that every, the mitzvahs are called the Taryag Evar and Damalka, they're the Shasan Ramach of Evar and Damalka. Every mitzvah affects a different part of a person's body. Every limb and every sinew and every part of a person's body is connected to a different mitzvah, and every mitzvah is a different keli to bring that arayin saif. So it's the same thing when it comes to an Avera. Every Avera is, you know, is mamshech, an art to the klipa in a different way. And some Averas do it, like it's a Rishima on the Guf, some will be a Rishima on the Neshama, but all of these things have a lasting impact on a person. And therefore he says, Machalas Asuris is a lasting impact. And therefore normally, Tshuva takes care of everything. Tshuva Mehava, Zedanes Naslan Keschugis. Tshuva Mehava can even make that something that was caught up in Gimel Klipas Atmeas, has the ability to, to be able to rise above. When it comes to Machalas Asuris, it's something, even in action. When it comes to Machalas Asuris, it's something specifically unique. Machalas Asuris that we don't find by other things, that are, creates Rishima. Why? Because the, the food, because as Lashen says, that the food becomes the dam, right? Take of damu basar, that umashka, right? He says, kimikol maichel umashka, take of damu basar, maybe sorry, right away, it becomes part of a person's, you are what you eat. So you are what you eat, that has an impact on a person. And therefore, when a person eats something, which is usher, it has an impact. It just, the, 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 I saw from Yael Khan in his Pirush Antanya, he writes a beautiful taich. He says, that, that's the taich in the Gemara Gittin. The Gemara Gittin says, la'ilam al yat al yat al adam eme yaseiru b'teich beisai. A person shouldn't put extra fear in his house. You know, a certain person should make you know his wife and his kids and everybody very anxious about his chumras and in, in or his you know uh, mitzvahs and or any surim and ruchnias. Adam gadol hitel em v'yaseir b'teich beisay bechleir davar gadol man rav chenina begamliel. Right, and the Gemara goes on to describe the chenina begamliel. Everyone's petrified of him and they had something which they thought that was you know they they was a was a uh, was an iser, but they didn't want to not feed him because they thought that he was going to get upset and he was going to scream at them. So they fed him an iser. In fact, the Gemara, what do you mean they fed him an iser? Chliusa kadaitach. Right, you can't feed him an iser. Right, Hashem behemtun shel tzaddikim. We know many places in Chazal. Chazal said that even a behemah of a tzaddik wouldn't eat something. In a kadosh baruch hu maybe that kol al yadim. Even a behemah of a tzaddik wouldn't eat something aser. Tzaddik and atzum lekol shekain. So is a tzaddik lekol shekain? It's like to my big shul achilah davar gadol. My new Avram and Achai. They were going to give Avram. They were going to give Avram and Achai. They didn't have enough time to cook it. I don't remember the exact, the exact story over there, but they, they, they shechted an animal, it was a kashos, they wanted to give it, they didn't have enough time to do it, they wanted to give it to him, but they didn't give it to him. So which means, Chazal is telling us, as Gamar Gittin tells us very, very clearly, that what's the issue? The issue is, the issue is not, 
Not that the Rabbanishim won't make a tzaddik ever make a mistake in anything. And Taisus over there is even mafarid other cases where tzaddikim did make mistakes, right? And did, and did, and did make mistakes. And where it talks about, you know, with Gemara Makis, where they took out somebody and they, they killed him and he was really bad. And they thought that Adam Zemin were Adam Zemin. They weren't Adam Zemin and they were killing him. And I don't remember which time it was. And he was just crying by his kever to try to get tshuva. So you see that people, you see that there is a concept of making a tzaddik do a mistake. There's a concept. The Rabbanishim may be that color. But Zakta Bil Khan, when it comes to Achila, it's not like that. Because Achila has an effect that other, other things don't. So Regular Avera is possible tshuva. Because Achila has an effect on a person in a way that it's a lasting effect that the Rabbanu won't do to a tzaddik. So that, maybe to call a yodam to eat something usher, the middle of the Rabbanu won't do to the tzaddik either because that has a lasting effect. And this is, that's the shot. Taisis over there, this is a few cars from a different place in Chazal. And Taisis proves that that, that klal is only true when the food itself is usher. But when the food is mutter eaten at a time which is usher, he says that that the cloud doesn't apply. So shaitan says, Mamash of the taste of the Dibumaskashta. Huh? Right. Oh, so very good. So Bilkan says, why? Why why is that cloud split? Because no, so anything that intrinsically is mutter, even if the zman you're eating it is usr, but, but huh? A tightness, but the food itself won't have this impact. Won't make the rishim on a person. Why? Because you're eating a food on a tinus, but the food itself, it, it's that the food makes the rishima on impact. But that food, that's only if the food is food which is usher. But if the food is mutter, even if the time of eating it's usher, that doesn't, that's not included in this rishima. Right, it'll be klipas noiga, which will become part of this dama basim. Meaning, no. That's fine. So that, that's the case we discussed last week. That, that, then, being that it's mutter, so now, now that. Okay. It's his manasir, which means the food yeah. itself is not asir. It's his manasir. So won't, it won't, it won't, it won't make that Rashim on a person. No, Gimel Kibbutz Nice could make the Rashim. Yeah, Gimel Kibbutz Nice. That's not Machalsa's right. So that's not Machalsa's surus. But again, but it has to, he's saying that he's saying he's saying a chedesh. He's saying that intrinsically, if the food is usher, it makes an impact. If the food is not usher, so then the food, gemukah is not usher. Usher food, shreif for food. That is machal sasuris. No, so that that now, which means even though even though a full to gemukah space, but on uh, the noiga now became part of a person's dama basar, and through tshuva, a person can elevate that. Exactly. One the Maisa and one the one the Chafza. So it has to be Gimel Exactly. Exactly. So again, if Rabbi's asking, so what about if I eat? What about if a person's a chayla and he has to eat a tray for food? Right. So we said last week that lachari the tray for food is now now kosher. Right. Right. But maybe that maybe but lachari is not. It shouldn't be like that. You can't have your cake and you have to have you can't have. Which means if is this man is this man changing the essence of the food? What makes the tray for? What makes what makes the what makes eating on uh, on a tainus, which means maybe tainus, eating on a tainus. Tainus is not trefus. Tainus is a zman where it's also to eat. You're eating during that zman, be eating something kosher. Eating trefus, the Torah says it's trefus, but for a chayot, Torah says it's not trefus. Now, now it becomes double head. Oh, it's still, it's still. So is is, is it? That's what we learned. That's what we, that's what we were saying last week, yeah, right? Yeah. Is it is it that the zman? So that, that, that's a shot. Is it, it that the zman changes it, or the matzias or the matzias affects it? Why is it? Again, what Zelik saying is that it's not the it's not. 
the zman's affecting it. It's that the betzis of the halacha changes it. Right? It's not a zman dikadin. Again, it's maybe maybe a bit of a lamdish 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 shalom. Exactly how this works. Yeah, it's always like that when you ask about something. It's not always like that when you ask about something. It's always like that when you ask about something. It's always like that when you ask about something. It's always like that when you ask about something. It's always like that when you What's the Tzad by Zman that should be Osir? No. Zman's not affecting the food. Right, there's Zman's not affecting the food. That's what he's saying. That's why he's saying that. That's that Mamshat Taisa says Zman won't make a difference. I must have missed something. Fine. That's, 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 let's call it a fight. These are, these are, the Ram Shaim Debrum Mishalaylam. And let's try, I want to try to move through this parak. Ach, Mikomakam Kaidem Shechazak, let's start, I didn't say where we're starting from. Um, Let's start from th- from three from three lines with the fourth line in. The fourth line in page of Gimel. That Rashima remains davak beguf. Right, this like we said last week. A shade in Hudon. Elam Kane, Mishlo Nenem Elam is a call. Yamov to Rabbeinu Hakadosh. Unless somebody who was never Nena, Kit Rabbeinu Hakadosh. Somebody who wasn't Nena, Bechlaf Moelam Hazak Rabbeinu Hakadosh. And we said Rabbeinu Hakadosh himself was Nena tremendously from Moelam Hazak, but he wasn't Nena Bechlal. Right, he said that he lifted up his hands, his ten fingers at the end of uh, at the end of his life while he was sitting on his deathbed, and said, "These, you know, the Rabbanim as Yudeh Talumas could be made that I was not Nena Bechlal from Moelam Hazak. Did I eat it? Yeah, but there was no intrinsic guf hana." Out of it, a memela was to, was totally in the place which is uh, which is totally kaddish. Fine, he says. Rabbi uh, Akhan also said. I was just I was, I was looking through a safe today. Also, he said it says kira beinu kaddish to let everybody know that everybody shaykh to this madriga to some aspect of it. Which means why is it giving you an example? It's telling you that anybody could be like rabbeinu kaddish. Kira beinu kaddish. Which means safer. Tanya has written. It's attainable. It's attainable. In moments, which means not his whole life. You know, Rabbeinu Kaddish was able to get there his whole life. But even a Bainini, we'll see this later, Bainini could reach moments of a tzaddik at points, right? Bainini during tefillah and Torah will reach points of a tzaddik. So he's saying the same thing when it comes to this level of Rabbeinu Kaddish, Kirabbeinu Kaddish, which means we're all to it. And then again, anything put in Tanya, like we mentioned many times, is put in Pechavana, and it's Pechavana to be to be Malamed something to us. And he's telling us that it's telling you that everyone shaykh to some aspect, Kirabbeinu Kaddish, everyone shaykh. And that's not only that, it doesn't, it calls him Rabbeinu Kaddish, right? It doesn't say what his name is. Why? Because he's our Rebbe, which means he's our Rebbe. And the goal of a Rebbe is to teach us, tell them something. What's Rabbein HaKadosh teaching us right here? Rabbein HaKadosh is teaching us that it's Shaykh for every year to be able to be involved in Olam Hazah and not be Nenna from Olam Hazah. Be able to live above. Right? Today, today was a Rizhan Ziyot say. Right? The, 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 the whole Indian of Rizhan is this Indian. Right? Rizhan was, was Malchus. Right? The Rizhan lived in a palace, a gorgeous palace, but he... Bechlal, 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 no sheiches el mazah. No sheiches el mazah. I had no soles on his shoes, and he had no sheiches. Mama said, "Ed, efes, efes, mamish no sheiches el mazah." I just listened to Rabbi Zikr. Rabbi Zikr was talking about him yesterday. They made it for bringing last night. I think last night they made it for bringing in, in the shul. Last night, so I was listening today a little bit. So he was saying it's, it, it was saying that tzaddikim said when when the vision was lifted, they couldn't be masik the fact that he he was nifter, like the fact that he was a human and he was getting buried. They felt like he would go mamish like an ish shal makavah, like a makavah shal ish, like al he wasn't bechlal in this world. He said the tzaddikim. It wasn't even clear from the rishon or bechlal what was his, what was his like godless. Like nobody, there was no avoda that you saw by the rishon. Like you looked at the rishon, you didn't see any godless in him. But he said it was. He said even the family of the rishon only chapped how the godless of the rishon by the fact that all the tzaddikim in the dar 
were, were, were like, looked at the originaries. He was like, he, he was mamish. He was, you know, heads above everybody else in the dark. And all the tzaddikim from the Abdurrah, everybody looked at him, mamish, like he was Rosh Amadabim. So only because of that, so they chapped, okay, it must be something big. But he's like, he was so, he so didn't come down to this world. And it was so, that's Malchus. Real Malchus is less than Megami Klum. And real Malchus is that like, he's so above and beyond everything that Fakir, that he's able to, able to reach the higher level because he's above. He, oh, he says over very often, you know, Maishwa, the Bekiveh, the Chassam Seifer, that the Chassam Seifer, when they tried to, I think, if I remember correctly, I have to remember, yeah, Chassam Seifer, when they tried to give him COVID, he pushed away the COVID. And Bekiveh, didn't push away the COVID. So they asked him, what's Pshat? You don't push away the COVID. And Chassam Seifer does. So, or they ask Chassam Seifer, why do you push it away and Bekiveh Eger doesn't? So he says Bekiveh Eger is at such a high level that he doesn't, he's not bechlal like miyachas to the cover that they're giving him. Like to him, he's just like an outsider, like they give him cover to like, to, to the, the terror. Like he doesn't, he doesn't see himself as being part of the picture. So he said, the original was like the same thing. He was so like elevated him. above. That's Rebbein Al-Kaddish. It's, it's quite a like him, not quite Malchus. Right. It's, it's quite a like him and quite a, we spoke about this in the Terror Lekut Imran. Is it the one? Yeah. But that's that's Mamish like this level of Rabbein Kaddish that he was so elevated that he could say I wasn't an Abachlal. I, I had everything, but there was no there was no Shaykhis Bachlal at all. And Mila he was he was able to be elevated above. He was talking about Rabavadi also, because also today. He said Rabadi was the same thing. Like Rabadi came with a tekifas, he came with a starkite. Like there was a he was, he was, he mund like a certain, a certain, uh, but he said he had such a bit though, and so, he's such a nava, and such humility. He was, mamish looked at himself as mamish nothing. But at the same time, he had like, you could only have gaiva de kedusha if you're a real anav. <laughs> if you're not a real anav, then it's not gaiva de kedusha. You have to be a real, real, real anav to be, to, you know, to mund gaiva de kedusha. To mund like, sir, but mundet, mamish mundet from him and from all the svarda, mamish real gaiva de kedusha, but only because his anivas was like, lahafli, mamish, mamish looked at himself as like, you know, Mamish nothing, and Mamish was able to, he was able to have that, that, that level. So that's Mamish Rabbein HaKadosh, and he's a Rebbe, to teach every year that a Chayich to be involved in Elam Haza, and not, and not be Nena Bechlal from Elam Haza. Fine. And even again, like we mentioned, a person can have Elam Haza, and you could eat Elam Haza, you could eat it for the sake of, you know, giving a person Kayach, you could eat it for the sake of Shabbos and Yantif, and those are ways that you can have even the Hanan, even the Einig, be able to take the Einig back to its source, by utilizing it for Shabbos, you know, that's what we mentioned already in Perik Robert Nine. Fine. Dvarim betevim. That's all one zach, which is dvarim, which is machalas asuris, and that creates Rishima on the guf. Val dvarim betevim. And I give us another example. Dvarim betevim. A person speaks dvarim betevim. Bater. So not talking about lashon hara, not talking about saying anything evil about anybody else. Bater. But it's dvarim betevim. Kegoyin. I'm a aritz she'eni yachilomitz. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about a person who's mevatal tyra, because bittel tyra is an avera. Talking about somebody who went ahead and he's an amaritz she'eni yachilomitz. Tzarech letar nafshay metumazu deklipazu. He has to be metar his nefesh from this toma al yidei gakula bekafakela. He has to go through a punishment which is called kafakela, which is from described as being thrown from one side of the world to the other. Kafakela literally means like a slings. It's not called a slingshot. It's called you know the the big ones that they they throw like rocks over like a over a wall a, ca- a, a catapult catapult. Catapult's the right word. Slingshot's like a small thing. You can throw a rock. A catapult's like the one you throw the huge rocks. It's a catapult. There's a kafakela. Kaf. That's what it literally means. A kafakela. So it's that the neshama goes through a very, very, very painful process. About time he describes it in, in the Kutu Torah Torah Ar. Neshama's going through. We'll see in a second. It goes through a very, very difficult process of where, where it, it, it has demyanus as if it's down here in this world. But it knows the truth. That's what the Baltani describes. It's the most painful thing. Where it knows the reality, but it, is living, its demyanus are causing it to think that it's still in Elam Haza. So it wants the wants of Elam Haza with the knowledge that the wants of Elam Haza are not going to do anything for it. So it's like, it's, it's a torturous process of the Kafa Keller where it's being thrown from Elam Haza to Elam Haba. So it gets thrown down into Elam Haza. Now it has desires for things that are Gashmias, 
but it has all the knowledge that it received when it got up there. So and it goes back and forth, and it's, it's like it's like a pendulum. It's like a huh? It's a transition period between between here and then the going up. It goes back and forth. That's kafakela. Means it gets thrown mamish from place to place. So it, it has the knowledge of being an ulama emes, but then it gets thrown down to alma the shikra. This is before Gehenim or Ganeidin. This is no. This is part of Ganem. Oh, this is one of the ways again. This is one of the aspects of Ganem, and it's a very again. It's like all those demyonis that a person has in Elmaza stay with him, but he but he knows all the truth, and it's like a it's a very very uh, a very difficult uh, yeah. Very, it's like like, it's like, like yeah. So so he doesn't explain, but lachayra dvarim means that if if I if I have things that don't have value. So what's going to happen is, is those things that, if I value things that are Dvaram Batalim, then those things will have a lasting impact on me going forward as well. Which means those, those things are not real. Those things are Dvaram Batalim. But if I gave value to things that are Dvaram Batalim and Elam Haza, then I'm going to have to suffer from, you know, living with those Dvaram Batalim and Elam Haza also. That, you know, the Elam Amas. It's sort of like, you know, they, they say, like, what's the difference in, you know, Ganeidin and Gehenim is that, you know, you're going to be given something and like it's either going to be the greatest Gehenna or the greatest Gehenna then based on the way you, you know, they put you with a black Amara and it will be the greatest or the worst. So they're just, Gehenna is not, it's, it's just you facing the reality of everything you've done down here. So you're going to have to now face the reality of the fact that you spent time talking about Dvar Batalim. And those are things which you just, you know, you literally, they're, they're like, Litzanas and Haulas, he said, it comes from the place of like, it's, it's Ruach, it's, it doesn't have any, any substance to it. And now, in the Asad Lava, in the Olam Amas, now you have to deal with that you know, falsehood, that shekha that you created and, that, and the chashivas that you gave to it, you have to deal with it, you know, and, and that's a very, very painful thing when you know that it's not real, Shuvah but you're already living it. Huh? Shuvah doesn't have to do it. So does. Here he's not talking about the Rishima. Here is, here is possible Shuvah that Shuvah has the ability to help. between the Dvar Metalum and, and, and Kavakala and Dvar Masurim together with Chibda uh, Kever? Like, is there a specific shekha? Yeah, so, yeah, very simple. Chibda Kever means the, 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 the guf going through being beaten in the Kever. Right, literally what it means. The, gu- the guf rotting in the so cover. That's the rishima on the guf. This is this is kafakela, which is gugula b'kafakela. That's the part of of the rishima that takes onto you know onto more in a shamadika Indian. It's not the guf. Thing with the I think I think like we just said, the dvaram means that if you gave chashivas a dvaram you're now gonna have to live that reality in the elamamas. So you're gonna have to now live with the reality as if the dvaram b'teilim have chashivas, but you know that they don't actually have chashivas. Now the the the, the, the rebbe asked a very pashtakashin is ours and Tanya that the Baltanya, the first sefer the Baltanya put out was Shulchan Aruch Rav. The first part of Shulchan Aruch Rav he put out was Hilchas Talmud Torah. Hilchas Talmud Torah very famously paskins that if a person reads Torah Shabbat even if they don't understand it, they're yotz the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Torah Shabbat is not like that. If you read Tanya, you don't understand it, you're not yotz the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. If you read Chumash and you don't understand the word it says, you yotz 100% the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. So, Frek the Rebbe, I don't understand. Who is this Amaris that we're talking about? She'en yachalomid. Well, let him read Chumash. Right? The Baltani was Shittasi, so let him read Chumash. So, Elamai, you going to tell me that he doesn't know to read Chumash? So, he brings down from the Shla. The Shla writes in one place that even if a person is not capable of reading Chumash, if he says the Svarm of the Sifrei Tanach, he's also going to get the Mitzvah Talmud He says the Svarm of the Sifrei Tanach. Daniel, Ezra, Nechemya. He says the Svarm of the Sifrei Tanach. He's also able to get, a, get an aspect of, of Talmud Torah. So he says that everybody can do that. Even if the guy can't, even if the guy can't read, let him memorize the Haftal Sifrei Tanach and say them over and over again. He believes Sarachin. He doesn't have a good Torah. He believes Sarachin. But who's this Alma Aruch? Any Yachalumi? Fine. But that, that's the Kasha they ask. But that Tahara comes. That's all things that are not Asr. That's Dvar Metalim. Right? And again, over here you see that the Tumah that remains from Dvar Metalim is not on the Guf, because it's not, it's not, it doesn't have that aspect that it became Dam and Basar, but it's on the Nefesh. Right? 
Then a person, once it, once it, once it comes into the place of Dvar Masurim, then the person has to go to actual Gehenim. Not a, Sorry, Kafakel is not actual Gehenim? Well, it's a part of Gehenim, but it's not. He's going to say in a second, it's Gehenim Shal Eish and Gehenim Shal Shalak. So here he says, "V'chein misha efshloi lasik b'tayra v'oisik b'dvarim b'taylam." Somebody could have been oisik in tayra, was oisik in dvarim b'taylam. So now, in kafakel levadim oil and nefesh lamarko lezachecha, rak anashim chamurim. Shemadishim al putotayr b'pratis malvan anish aklol lechol b'demitzis asay machmas atzlas beganim shoshalik. Zok to baltani. Three things now need to take place. Right, a person now was mavatal tayra. A person that's capable of learning was mavatal tayra and spoke dvarim isurim. So now three three things happened. Right, he spoke dvarim isurim. He was mavatal tayra and is mavatal mitzis asay. So being mavatal mitzvah say comes from laziness. Late, the punishment for laziness is ganem shalshalik. That's why, because if a person's cold, laziness comes from cold, and I'm just not interested. So it's the opposite of being you know, on fire. So what happens is a person has to you know, suffer in ganem shalshalik. Right? This was a concept of you know, you know, rolling around in snow by tzaddikim. Gilgal shalik comes from this thing. That there's a concept called ganem shalshalik, which is Eric Kaddish talks about. comes from atzlus when a person's lazy. Atzlus, atzlus when a person's lazy, that's ganem shalshalik. That's, in general, that's... There's one, one, you know, one thing that happened that just in general, a person of the mitzvah say. Then there's the protest of the mitzvah say, which is the fact that it's bitul Torah, and that's gibel klipas atameis, that's gehenim shel eish, and mevela. And then there's also the fact that uh, you know what the person spoke. A person, a person has to uh, has to face that reality also. And again, he doesn't describe what the difference is. One gehenim and other gehenim is between you know bitul Torah and dvar masurim, but they have to go to you know einshim chamurim shemanishim bitul Torah and levadim mitzvah say. Vehein oisik. He says, A person spends time learning math, science. A person spends time learning philosophy, learning, learning things that are chachmas, that are, that are he's learning chachmas chitainis. So that's bachlal dvarim betelem. He's involved in dvarim betelem. So yachshav le'inyan alvin betel tera. That, that's considered to be part and parcel of his betel tera. K'mayshikasav, and here he quotes himself in Hilchas Tamat Tera. K'mayshikasav v'hilchas Tamat Tera. So not only that, he, you know, dvarim asurim, so he could have, either, either you could be spending your time when you're not learning, talking dvarim, which are not asur, you could be talking dvarim betelem, and then we'll have the kafak. A person, let's, let's you know, give a scenario. A person is Vatal Torah and he talks Dvarim Betelem. So now three things need to happen. The Dvarim Betelem needs to be Masukin through Kafakela. The fact that he was involved, the fact that he was Mavatal Torah is Ghanim Shal Shaleg. And the fact that he was, and the fact that he was Mavatal Torah, the Proteus is Ghanim Shal Eish. Right? So it's three punishments to be able to fix up every prat of what happened. A person spoke Dvarim Asurim, so then, then Ghanim Shal Eish is for. That you know, some pratiyas the gehenim shall ash for the for the bittel Torah. Some gehenim shall ash for the fact that it was a, for the fact that it was dvar masurim, and and uh, and what's it called gehenim shall shaleg for the fact that it was mavatal mavatal from a mitzvah say. Now chachmas um, is the same thing. A person has chachmas umasaylam, so that's considered to be that's the chera gimel that's the chera klipas naiga. Right, we'll say in a second that's klipas naiga, not gimel klipas atmeis. And melo will be like dvarim, will be like dvarim betelim, right? That's what he says. Ha'olam b'chalal dvarim betelim. Those are dvarim betelim, not dvarim b'surim, but the dvarim betelim, right? And yachshav lenin avim betel tera. So therefore, what happens is if a person spends time learning math, right? So what happens when a person learns math is that's dvarim betelim. So dvarim betelim means a person's going to have to go kafakela, and then there's betel tera. So betel tera means ganem shel eish and ganem shel shalik. That's just going to happen when a person learns chachmas umas ha'olam. He's about to give an exception to the rule, which. Maybe, maybe or may not make our, make our lives a little bit 
a little bit easier. But he says, I just want to let you know, and again, this is like one of these tangents that he puts in that's so crucial for us to know, that it's worse to that it's, you're better off sitting and talking about politics than getting involved in why? What difference is there between if I'm talking about Dvarim Betelim or Chachmas Umas Eilam? When I'm involved in Chachmas Umas Eilam, where is that affecting? That's not affecting the midas of a person. That's affecting the chabad of a person, the intellect of a person. If I'm spending time reading Shakespeare, if I'm spending time learning about math and science, if I'm spending time getting involved in the chachma, the umas ha'olam, chachma begayim tamen, I get involved the chachma umas ha'olam, what I'm doing is the pagam that's being created is not on the midas. So the same way we understand that machalos asuris has a pagam on the guf. So now when we talk about the neshama, if I'm involved in Dvarim Batalim, where is that hitting? It's hitting the Midas. Right? It's hitting the, the part of me which just enjoys talking about Hailas and Lutzanas and enjoys talking about things that have no real value. But if now I get involved in the things that have value, but they're the wrong value, that's much worse. Because now I'm affecting my intel- now I'm affecting my intellectual, you know, uh, capacity to be able to think properly. Now what I'm involved in is something which is which is hashkafically off. So now it's much, much worse, right? He says, What it's affecting is much, much worse. To those that know Kabbalah understand that the place that the Umas Ha'ilam got their Chachma from is from the Shvir Sakelam that happened, that the Chachma from the Chachma the Kedusha during Shvir Sakelam fell all the way down to the Chachma to the Chachma the Umas Ha'ilam. And Mimela, there is some aspect of Chachma, you know, Chachma Begayim Tamen, but if a person utilizes it in a way which is not Lavay the Hashem, like he's about to say, so what happens is now a person affected the intellectual part of a person's brain, and that's much, much worse. The, the, the effect that it has on a person is much worse. And a kid asked me in camp, we had a question, we have a question and answer at the top this afternoon. So a kid asked me, maybe I said this over, but a kid asked me in camp, he said, I don't understand, he said, is, you know, is vaping bad? And if vaping is bad, why don't we have organizations against it, like we have Guard Your Eyes and TAG? And I don't remember the third question. So, so what I tried to explain to him is like this, this Indian. I heard Brian Lepiansky gave a much, much, a much better muscle for it after. I, on my way back from camp, I heard like a question answer Brian Lepiansky. He was given sort of the same question where one guy was smoking and drinking, another guy in his dealer was watching movies. And he gave Mamish this, you know, we spoke about the Baltani, which is, I spoke about also, but he just gave a beautiful muscle. He said there's a difference between somebody who's a basketball player, you know, injuring a part of his body like an ear and injuring his foot. Obviously, one of them is going to affect him intrinsically in his ability to play ball on one. Well, such a, you know, he'll, he'll lose something that's not intrinsic to his skill, it's not really going to hurt a person. So he says if a person you know, is involved in watching movies, a person's involved in things that are they're, they're affecting not the physical body. So again, drinking and smoking is bad. Yeah, vaping is not a good thing. But, but what's it affecting? It's, it's affecting your gof. And it's affecting something which is much more chitzayni. But when you're involved in chachmas umas ha'ilam, if you're reading books you know, that are non-Jewish books, if you're watching movies that are non-Jewish, you know, non, if you're watching movies that are non-Jewish and have a bad hashkafa, which automatically it's going to have that hashkafa in it. So it's going to affect the chachmas umas ha'ilam. It's going to affect the chabad of a person. huh? This is, this is a different idea. That's Dvar Masur, you can say. I mean, so, yeah, see, again, we'll say, talk about it in a second. He's, not, he's, not, he's talking about even not Dvar Masur. We're talking about... Right, I'm saying this is not Dvar Masur. Even, even, right, even not Dvar Masur. This is, this is a, also, one. before, he doesn't, he's, not, he's not talking about Dvar Masur. He's saying, he's saying son, Dvar Masur. 
Right. So again, I'm just I'm bringing out the point that the, what the Valtani is saying is that you always have to look at what you're doing. Which part of you? Which part of you is it affecting? Is it affecting your midas or your ma'ach? Something is affecting the ma'ach. Whether again, obviously, if it's dvar masum, it affects it on a much higher level. He's saying even not dvar masum will affect it, but for sure, when it's dvar masum, he's saying in a way it's worse. In, meaning in a way, this is even worse. Chach masum Worse than yeah. worse than no, yeah. even worse than worse than uh, than than something that's not appropriate. Yeah. Well, it depends oh. if it's it depends if it's chachma or not. I'm talking about there are things that it's are. The meaning, somebody watches something that, that, that's not right. chachma, but it's right. So that's what I'm saying. But to watch, let's say, philosophy, which is which is a trait of philosophy, right? Which right. is so that hashkaf things that are that are pot no, that are trait for chachma sumazaylam. This chachma sumazaylam like math and science. Which are not intrinsically bad. It's klipas noiga. Like he's about to say, he can utilize it in a good way. And then there's things which are philosophy, which could be kfira. right? He's right. talking about klipas noiga. He's not talking about things that are aser. Right. So mm-hmm. He's talking about klipas noiga. Exactly. He's talking about philosophy. Well, philosophy, philosophy may be. He's talking about something that, or whatever, not philosophy. Right. About math, math and science, science right. right? Right. He's talking about klipas noiga. Right. Right. And he's saying in a way that that that's that that's, that could you can say that that's worse than somebody than somebody who who watches movie. Yeah. Right, unless... Uh, it's I'm, worse because it's, it's, it's being it's being lavish as Chabad. Right, right? but which, if... Which you're not going to have by... by uh, well, a movie, you have, have the rough set of a couple weeks. That's what I'm saying, but you can have... You can have... You can have... You can have a Chachma of the Umas Ha'ilam, which is Treif, right? And that will be an Islamish and the Chabad. He's saying that even if it's not Treif. Right. But I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just u- utilizing the same model right. that he's saying for the, for no, the difference... He's, he's be- trying to say that that could be the Chachma is worse than a movie. For sure, for sure, 100%. That, that's in, what he's in, saying. In a way, in an that's, aspect. That's what he's saying. In a certain yeah. 100%. That's what he's saying, because it affects the Chabad as opposed to the Midas. I'm just saying, if you have something that's Asr in Chabad, right? if you have something that's Treif in philosophy, something like that, for sure, for sure, it's going to be Asr. Right. Right. Then in, in, you, you have both. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. In, in, in Igris, the Rebbe, has a, the Rebbe has a letter where somebody wrote in Igris, in Igris where he was trying to say that, you know, the, the Rebbe had a very, very stark, very, very stark sheet against going to college. Shouldn't take a stark sheet that went going to college, even though he himself went. The people asked him that. But he had a very, very strong sheet. We'll see in a second. He had a very strong sheet. Yeah, we'll see in a second the, the exceptions to the rule. But the Rebbe had a very, very strong sheet against going to college. You, you can you can read in in Yichidim and the letters. Yichidim in the letters spoke very, 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 very against people going to college. Mamish against it. So there's an igris. Somebody wrote him in Tavshin. Tafshin Tazvav, right after became the rebel. Somebody wanted, somebody was writing in Tanya, and they wanted to be mechalak that maybe the Balatani is only talking about things that are hashkafically off, that that's what you're not allowed to learn. But learning math and science and things like that are not asar. So the rebel writes, obviously, he writes, because then you're going against something which is, you're learning about the Big Bang, that's against the Rabbanisham. But when it comes to math, maybe that's not what he's talking about. He says the Baltani is talking about all Chachmas. And he's about to give an exception with the Rambam and the Ramban and the Rebbe himself on the college, where it's Shaykh to a person to utilize these things and utilize them in a way which is not Asr. They're obviously going to be klipas naiga. A person utilizes math and science to be able to become a better tamachacham, to be able to know how to serve the rabbanishim better. Obviously, it's not going to be an issue. So, uh, or pranasa, like he's about to say, or pranasa is not going to be an issue. But, but he's so he's the rebbe says he's clearly to, not talking about things that are us. He's clearly talking about things which are klipas naiga. And still, again, the, the issue is that we're it's affecting on the totem pole. It's affecting much much higher up than if it's affecting the midas. That's what he says. However, this this is the important part. This is what the rebbe is talking about. He gives an example. Right? He says elam kain. There is an exception to the rule. Elam kain. 
Unless a person utilizes these chachmas chitzenis, a chachma that umasai and again, not chachmas isur. Now that he used things which are asr, because like the Rebbe says, that's asr. But he's talking about using klipas naga, using math and science and things that are not intrinsically bad engineering, which is what the Rebbe went for. Things that are like that, which are not bad, using them as kardam lachtech by dahinu. What's kardam lachtech by? Using them as a shovel to dig. Either kadele sparnis man berevach lavad Hashem. Right, either in order to be misparnis berevach, so I could serve Hashem. Right, so now I utilize them as a tool to be able to serve Hashem. Or you know, I want to be able to utilize the knowledge of these things. People like Rabbi Belsky. Right, you read the book about Rabbi Belsky. Rabbi Belsky was a bucky in all sciences and medical stuff, and what? Because he utilized all of them for Avodas Hashem, and he utilized all of them to be able to know the Paskin Shilas. And when he worked in the OU, he was a machinadik scientist, and he knew how to be able to understand what's kosher and what's not kosher, and how to be able to change things around. So he utilized all of these as a kardam lachdupai. Right, they, they, the 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 mafarshim amadayik that card he uses the lashon of kardam lachdupai because a shovel when it digs, there's no, there's absolutely Zero another the shovel has when it digs. It doesn't get anything. We're not talking about an animal eating a food. Kaidam Lachtaba is a sho- it's, 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 it's like a, not a shovel, uh, uh, yeah, like a pickaxe, I think it was officially called that. One of those like thingies, you know, like that smashes. So Kaidam Lachtaba means that it, 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 doesn't get any, it doesn't gain anything out of it. It's just Pashit doing it for a, a higher purpose, which is either the Sparnes or for the sake of That's why you find that the Rambam and the Rabban were Isaac in these things. The Rambam was a doctor. The Rambam was Isaac in as well. That those people were Isaac in because they understood how to be able to utilize them in, in, in a proper way. And the Rebbe writes, and, and also in, uh, in uh, Ha'ara, the Rebbe writes that the reason why he gives that, why does he have to give a mashal of Rambam and Rabban? What can he, what does he have to get? He just said what you need to do. He has to, he has to quote the Rambam and the Rabban that those are the people. So he says two things. He says, first of all, he's trying to tell you that, that the, the Chiddush of the Rambam and the Ramban is that they learned Chachmas Umasa Ulam before they actually needed it. Which means it's clear that if a person wants to know how to do Kiddush HaChadosh, wants to understand the Gemara's and, you know, about Kiddush HaChadosh and Rosh Hashanah, so you have to learn science of the moon and the lunar cycle in order to be able to do it. That's Pasha, that once I'm in the Sugya... You learn that just to be like impressed of how everything works. Uh, okay, so then maybe, maybe that's also, maybe that would also be considered to be utilizing it as a way for Avodah Hashem. If I'm using, uh, utilizing it to make sure that I see the godless, the godless, that would also be fine. But, but what he says is, is that, is that there's an, uh, to use, utilize it once, I, once I'm stuck in a problem, once I need to know something, that's for Shomata. The Chiddush, the Rebbe says of the Rambam and the Ramban, is that even before they knew, they knew what, why they would need to use these sciences and maths and things like that, they learned it before because they understood, again, they were holding at the level, that they understood that they would definitely need to use it and it would definitely come helpful to them. Right? So he says, th- that's why he gives the Rambam and the Ramban. But even more, but even more, but even more than that, he, he's also telling you that if you're holding at the level of the Rambam and Rabban, you're capable of doing this. If you're not holding the level of the Rambam and Rabban, don't think that this is an easy thing to do. It's a difficult thing to do. He says, If you're holding like the Rambam and Rabban, then you have the capability to do it. So he's giving us, you know, an exception to the rule, but he's also telling us that this is not a Pashta thing, it's not something which is simple. And again, this is why... Only only if the Chiddush of the Rambam and the Rambam, but if you're in a situation that you need it... For sure, then then, then it's obvious. You go to college for Parnassi because that's what you believe is the right thing to do. I'm not... No, so with the, the, with, again, when the Rebbe fought back about Parnassa, he said that it's, it's not necessary, and, and it's been proven over the past few decades, that it's not going to necessary to get a degree to go to college, to, you know, to, to make money, and it's, uh, it's not something which is necessary, and that's what the Rebbe said, you don't need, and the Rebbe, Rebbe said, yeah, he's, yeah, he held his shouldn't go, that's, that's, that's a different like, conversation. Uh, that plus also the the, the, the Masum that take place in the college is not Kadai, which means, yeah, if you're capable of taking the conversation, meaning, meaning, 
because of this, you shouldn't go to college, or it's because it's not necessary for your for your no. Your so, w- which means if it was necessary for stylus and you were able to do it in a way that was perfect, that's one thing. But first of all, you can't do it in a way that's perfect. There's dvarmasurim going on there, chachmasisurim and dvarmasurim and college is a terrible place for you to be. Then he said, besides for that, yeah, fine. So again, so those things weren't weren't around as much. Yeah. And, but even that, he yelled, he yelled that he yelled that it wasn't necessary, and a person should stay far, far away from it. He yelled that the person got schlepped in, into it. And it's, uh, he held it, uh, there, was, there, was a, there was an echidus once where a father came in and a father, at the beginning years, it wasn't like so clear that like the Rebbe was, over the years it became very, very clear to everybody that this was like, the Rebbe made it very, very clear that college was like a no, you know, it was a, well, yeah, it was a non-start of him. There was, there was, a, there was a, he said, the Rebbe said over by Fabrengen once that somebody came over in echidus, I would normally wouldn't share what people said in echidus and by Fabrengen, but he said that somebody, he was talking about the concept of going to college and he said, so father came in by Fabrengen, by echidus, and the father wanted his son to go to college. So I've asked him, why do you need something to go to college for? So he says, listen, you know, I'll learn, I'll learn how to learn, and I'll learn all the, you know, all the important stuff. That I'll learn from Torah, for sure. But I want, to, I want him to learn how to be a mensch. So that's why he used to go to college. <laughs> the Rebbe says, I started laughing at him. I started laughing at him, how absurd what he just said was, that he, he's going to learn Torah from Torah. He's going to learn, but me this, he's going to learn from, from college. He said, the Rebbe said, I started laughing at him. And the Rebbe said, as soon as I started laughing, he started laughing also, because he thought that's not absurd. And, he, and, the conversation, and the conversation was over, you know? But like... Again, the Rebbe held very, very stuck. But, but, you know... He was claiming to go to college. Yeah, it went like that, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Rebbe, see, just 